Good morning. Good morning, sir. I already bumped the microphone stand. That's how the morning's going to go. Well, we could always just bang on the desk. The last few more, the last few podcasts, uh, you've been much louder than me. So I checked my settings. What is, what's your microphone set to on the side there? Is it all the way up? All the way up. Do you want all me right. to get down? No, that's fine. I'm Are you start, all the I'm way up? I'm just coming in hot. That's what's happening. Coming like, in hot? Yeah! I think people normally think that I come in hot. I know my family does. A constant theme in my house is, why are you yelling? <laughs> they have my, my kids have defined the... the <laughs> I heard, actually overheard him say it once. Like, Dad's in attack mode. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my kids had something cool like that to say about me. <laughs> or hopefully I overheard it. But no, they just tell me I'm yelling. Everybody says I'm yelling. I don't feel like I'm yelling. Because I come from a family of yellers. And like that's... Here's some definitions that you are You don't strange. sound like you're yelling on this podcast. We haven't gotten into yell mode yet. Well, you know, according to my, you know, dreamy-eyed, blue-eyed brother. No, whatever, we're not doing that anymore. We can't even get. According to Clark. Yeah, we can't even get. Your your anymore. brother and or half of your intellectual self. <clears throat> yes. I mean, he, we refer to him like three or four times a podcast. Do we really? Yeah, and that's fine because he's wow. great. He's like but the I think silent. He's I like think, the silent guest. I think the I think the audience deserves to meet him. Well, you know, and I work with him. I, you know, live two blocks from him. So he's close. But um, according to him, when he listened to the podcast for the first time, he was surprised that I was calm and controlled and filtered. Filtered. <laughs> what everybody doesn't know is in See, the you're first. Filtered. If you're first, cold filtered. I'm, I'm fresh from the source. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm also like. You know, uh, if you don't know, Randy, uh, in the first probably five podcasts, he had to edit quite a few things that I said. No, dude, we got we got it down. Yeah, now, we don't edit we, as much. We have an agreement that we're like, we're talking about all the hard issues. We don't care. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <clears throat> sorry, sorry, I had to clear my voice there. I was coughing. Yes, you you, you hit the cough button. I did. I like a true button. professional. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the uh, speaking of coughing, poor Fierce uh, got a cough, right? And so you're not allowed to take him to school. So we didn't. And then we're like, well, what do we do? And so we told, asked the school, and they're like, he has to have a COVID test. He can either wait okay. for a COVID test or – Here we go. Well, I know, right? So I just told my wife, take an urgent care and get one. Negative, by the way. Surprise. Surprise. So I um I find myself a little bit vexed about matters of public policy in schools. So I had I had an employee um survey yesterday. It's an annual survey. How do you like working here? And it's funny. It's it's fun actually. Wait to, from wait, uh, wait your human resource department is now called the people people, right? The people team. The people team. The people team sent us a people. <laughs> uh, they should have called it team people. That would have been funnier or funner just to say team people. <laughs> team people team people. is a little bit, you know, backwards. Yeah, so we, people. we took this quiz. We take this quiz every year. Did you fail? And, um, I don't. I'm going to go with maybe. Oh. <laughs> so it's all questions. like, do you I like working fiber. here? It's fun to see your company actually obsequious. Um, you know, like most of the time they're like, do this. Wait, sign, did you just use a, you just used a big word? Yeah. And it's, it's fun to see them kind of at your mercy. Like they're dying for a, this to be a place that where, they, where you love to work because it's hard to keep people in. So our industry is kind of specialized and it's kind of hard to do. And so people recruit you all the time and they really want to slow turnover. Like, cause we, we yeah, have a lot of turnover. Sense. Yeah. Basically once a month, you know, I only have a 15 person team, like once a month, somebody's leaving. Really? And so it's like, okay. Wow. So like every, you know, like 12 times a year I'm backfilling. It's fun. Wow. Anyway, uh, so I'm filling out this thing and, and I'm actually quite happy there. It's a, it's a great place to work so far. And, um, 
But uh, but one of the questions was like, how do you want to, you know, how do you want us to handle COVID? Are you, you know, are we dealing with it well? Do you have any advice? And I'm like, I gave him the advice. The advice was, look, if hospitalizations continue to decline and deaths continue to decline, we need to talk about when we're going to go back to normal work without masks. Now, in the past, I've said that I'm fine with masks. I am fine with masks in stores. I'm fine with masks in, I don't know, bustling areas where there's lots of strangers. But like, if if no one's dying and we're all vaccinated, we got to be honest about the science here and be like, we can go to work without masks. And um, so I wrote that down. And it, it, it's theoretically like um, anonymous. Theoretically. Theoretically, but I'm like. They track your IP. I, no, I was thinking it through. I'm like, okay, I really wonder, am I the only person giving the, like, normally I'm kind of aligned with a portion of society, but I also, but like, this might be one of the rare times where just like, everybody's from Santa Monica. They all think that the black death is upon us. I don't know. Like, I don't really know. I, I, I finished it with this, this sentence. And this is the sentence I truly believe. I'm like, the longest I've ever worn a mask is two hours. And the idea of wearing it for eight to 10 hours seems impossible. And that's, that's how I finished my comment. So, and, and that's how I feel by the way. Well, I, and the, and the second part is you're actually productive when you're not in the office. Oh no, we're fine at home. We're I'm fine. not. I'm not. Well, yeah. I don't know where. I don't know when no, I'm productive. Look, anyway. your, your job is to originate business. Your job is to conjure things out of whole, out Cloth. of nothing, and and that is um, that's not something that people like you and me can do by yourself. Like that's right. something you go to work, you look around, you see everyone else bustling, and you're like, I gotta bustle. <laughs> <laughs> but but my thing is, uh, you know, there's no bustle at my work we're building. right now, though. We're not we're not originating. Originating yeah. is hard. There's no bustle at my work, so that's not really motivating. My my motivation at work work is just that I'm not at home. I still get tra- distracted, but I, I I can get uh, I guess mad at myself enough to just you know get to it, kick myself. Oh, in the butt. I have a theory about this. Yes, I don't know if you're this guy. Probably, but I have a coworker. I have an old coworker who literally like just like all of us feels better when he's doing hard work. He does correct, but his work is hard. Correct, and so when he works from home. He does everything else, but he does it to the extreme. So, like, he has a crazy garden. Right. He has a perfectly groomed yard. No, this is like, not me. <laughs> all the things are fixed. Yes. Um, he has a he, he goes skiing constantly. He's great at skiing. He goes mountain biking a lot. All these things that simulate work. So he has the satisfaction of work, but then he doesn't do work. <laughs> and I'm always stressed out for him. I'm like, bro. Well, I will do. I will say this is that uh, you know the. Uh, I manage this building that we're in right now. Yeah. And the management of that building does not pay me much. You know, it's not nothing other than just the satisfaction. We do have ownership in it. So obviously it, it creates equity. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it doesn't pay me enough to feed my family or pay my mortgage. Right. right. So I've got to actually do do work, which is generate business. Right. On the brokerage side. And if I don't, yeah, I'm going to starve. So you have to be careful that this doesn't become your fake work. Correct. In fact, when we bought it, the first thing Clark told me is like, you know, we just got to make sure that this doesn't, we don't spend so much time here that we forget the fact that we have to. Well, in this case, it's fun though, because you actually are quote unquote building something. I mean, the building already exists, but you've made it nicer and you've yeah. and you've improved the experience for tenants and that's satisfying. Right. So and you're actually just getting like real your, work done. Yeah. Just like your business is always trying to, you know, keep people there uh, it's the same thing for us as long as it's not a problem tenant it's always better to keep someone than it is to you know go for a vacancy and wait for a long time 
Yeah, because someone who has their business here, you know, likes it. And we, we, you know, anyway, the point of that is, is that I, I often will fill my day with busy work that's not making me money, but does make me feel no, like man, we all do it. Yesterday, I have this, I have this presentation to do tomorrow. It's easy. I, I should be done. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, well, I got to fill out this work survey and then yeah. I got to do that. Like I just did like 10 other things. And then again, yeah, the day was over. I'm like, survey. first thing tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, jeepers. Yes. But, you know, uh, you know, it's, it was funny because when I was in pest control, yeah. I realized the pest control, you knock doors eight hours a day. Yeah. And for the first probably five hours, it's less productive in the sense that you there's not as many people home. Right. Right. And so your mind starts playing tricks on you. It's the hottest part of the day. It's a difficult time, you know. Yeah. Typically, Why don't we just go to the movies and come back later? Yeah. And and so you you have these kinds of, you know, I'll just do the prime time, what we call, you know, I'll just do prime time, the three yeah. hours of prime time. I can get out same number of, you know, whatever. But the problem is, is if you take a 90-day, let's say a 90-day summer and or yeah. work summer, right, and you put one extra sale at the bottom of your list you know in that in those hotter uh, hours yeah every single day for 90 days that's 90 sales that's a lot of sales that's a lot of sales in in a business where you know the greats are doing 300 in a summer right, right? so that'd be 30 of your business Ser seriously and and then when i you know came to new brokerage we do how we generate businesses it's it's direct marketing in the sense that we know exactly who sells and who buys real estate. Right. So we call them, right? Yeah. Advertising to them uh, in some kind of a blanket manner doesn't really help. Right. But if you can call them or or email them or text them or something that's much more personal, then you get you you get to know what's going on. And it's the same kind of thing. Like it, you may have more productive days and less productive days, but if you kept on the phones and you keep that in a somehow a routine then you're going to be more successful. Okay. I have this I have this thought. I, I, I've been in organizations like the one you described right. for parts of my career. And there's always some dude, we'll call them dude in case it's you. We love you, listener. Could be a dudette. <laughs> Could be lady. <laughs> there's always somebody who does this, who has this speech. Yeah, I mean, I could work hard or I could work smart. Yeah. I, I work smart. <laughs> so like instead of doing all the stupid work and then getting the one sale, I right. just go get the one sale, right? Right. To which my response is, bro, if you're if you're so good that you can work smart, then 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 you work hard. You know what you get? You get a hundred million dollars. Like like go yeah. if you're if you're so good, then do both. Yeah, I promise you that's the that's the play. Yeah. Now I do actually agree that there's such a thing as being grindy, like doing hard work that isn't productive. Like I I think there's such a thing as working dumb. I believe that. But I don't think there's such a thing as working smart where you don't work hard. I don't believe it. I believe that if you're so smart, go work, go work hard and just see how big it can get. You yeah. Know what I mean? You know what I mean? But that's that that's the same theory of that, you know, the first five hours of pest control. If you right. if you got that one, just only one sale in that in yeah. 90 days, you know, every day for 90 days, that's 90, you know, that's a lot. That's a lot. And it's and it, and it puts you into by the way, the other interesting part part is it those 90 sales. Yeah. In pest control, because the pay scales were retroactive and they went up and the more numbers you got. Okay. So that 90 cells represent more than just, you know, a percentage as it relates to the number of sales nice. you have. So it'd be escalating. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not sure that that has 
uh, eternal implications because that's more sounds like a pretty good deal from the pest control side. It does. But but there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that escalator. It's to it's to make you get out there for the other five hours a day, right? So I got a question for you because yeah. uh, you know you always text me all these um let let's let's themes? do these themes today or yeah, or yeah, yeah. topics. But this here's my question. I have a theory of how you can become a great salesperson. Oh, oh my! And I know exactly how to get there. Right? I can teach anyone to do it. But the confidence with which you're asserting it demonstrates that you already are one. <laughs> <laughs> sales number one. I have Exude a way. Confidence. I have in a every way situation. that can get you one hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> buy my book. It's like exactly buy my book. I'm doing in your area a seminar, and I only want special people to come. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. If there's a there's the eighty twenty rule, and if you're not in the twenty, don't come. Don't come. <laughs> But my point is, is that like, you know, I, and I think I look at my kids and I think to myself, you know, is any one of these kids going to want to do what I do? Right. Yeah. They can come in and, and literally inherit part of my business. Right. It's oh, not, good point. not a huge part of my business. It's not like I'm making widgets and they walk in and they're the widget manager. They own, they own the patents. Right. But they could come in and they could uh, put in, you know, the, the time and the effort to become good. Right. Okay. However, I became good because I started selling stuff as a kid. And then I became really good when I started selling pest control during the summers in college, door to door. I was making $100,000 a year in the summer. Now we're seriously in into, now we're seriously into the infomercial. Right. Like you should be in front of a pool right now with your like your shirt unbuttoned a little bit. You're like, I was making a hundred thousand in college. In college. I was. <laughs> I bought my house. I, I paid for my wife's college and my college, all in cash, didn't have debt, owned my car, everything, right? That's fantastic. And now here's the big question. When Hashtag it comes to English major did not. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> when it comes to teaching my children, by the way, I was a political science major, which is completely yeah. worthless in the world. Yeah. I believe that. It is worthless. It's uh, worthless. No, but to have a degree from a major university yeah, is Yeah, a degree is good, but political science, worthless. Yeah. Even though okay. I love politics. Um, my point is, is that I, I also paid for my own college. Wait, you're, I'm distracting you from your point. How anyone can become a good salesman. Continue. Well, no, my point is, is my kids. What about them? My path is not a path I would choose for my kids. Interesting. No, in, in the sense that I would love them to do it. I think it would be their to their benefit. Yeah. But I'm not going to push them on that path. Like I pay for my daughter's college. Yeah, I didn't pay. No one paid for my college. No, nope. my mom couldn't afford it. Yeah, and so I had to pay for my own. And when I got married, my wife's family couldn't pay for her. So college. this is the conundrum, William. This is the conundrum, which is, we had this. I have this idea about children generally, which is, you know, our, our kids. Let's say our kids come home from elementary school and they're having a hard time at elementary school. Maybe there's a bully. Maybe there's a bad teacher. Maybe right. there's a mean teacher. Whatever, and. And we're sad about it. And you start to you start to anguish about it. You're like, oh, I don't want this for my kid. Rachel pointed out in one of those conversations, and it's really, really wise. She's like, what are you saying? Do you are you saying you want your kid to have no plot? Is that what you're saying? Oh, look how she put that in English major right? terms. No, but think about it. Think about it. Think about it, like what if you could protect your kids from every miserable thing? Like they never have a busted down car. They never have to. Think of a nickel of their college education. They never get sick. They never uh, can't watch TV. They <laughs> they just have all the things that you that you craved and couldn't have. Right? Are they better off? I think the answer to ask it is to answer it. Are no, they better? They're off? not. 
They're not. But, but then conversely, this is, this is the philosophical conundrum. Are you saying that you wish ill upon your kids? I'm right. Like, well, of course not. Like right. you don't want bad things for your kids. I got a call from my daughter uh, not too long ago where she was obviously struggling with something going on. Yeah. And I got off the phone and I was strangely excited about the idea that she was suffering. That she had to do something hard. <laughs> and and I was, my wife's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm excited that there are going to be hard things for her and that she'll have to work through them because honestly, what she's doing is hard. And that hard thing that she's doing, if she puts the effort into it, she can pull away a lot of cool stuff. Yes. And uh, it it's certainly a mission. And bigger than you and your college money. Yes. Is the ability to survive oneself. It's it's bigger. Yep. It's fantastic. Now, I was lucky because in the sense my, my mom always tells me, you know, some of the regrets that she had as a mom. Oh, yeah. But sure. she at the end of the day, uh, you know, one of she said the biggest regret she has with me was that she couldn't pay for college. And I'm of like, course. I look at her. I'm like, you have no idea. That's like the biggest thing you gave me was that you didn't pay for college like yeah. that launched me. And I'm fairly successful successful in the sense that i had i i make decent amount of money i live in a beautiful home yeah. i you know i drive a tesla <laughs> i drive a tesla i'd Have... rather drive a truck but <laughs> i run a few miles a day What's 21 that? minutes flat you're back by the pool now like the music's playing again your shirt's yeah. open you have like a yeah this is margarita you're like come to my seminar find yeah. out how you can have all how things. you can make a hundred thousand dollars in your college summer. while in college yeah <laughs> and by the that, i had to recruit a ton when we were doing that and it was it was a lot of that like you talked a lot of numbers but it wasn't a lie i mean like i mean it was a lie okay. it's certainly not easy work but that's not my point my you know my point is is that my wife does not does not want my kids to do pest control. She yeah. was not impressed with a lot of the salespeople that we found yeah. uh, or that we were around because sometimes- well, Some of our friends now as adults are doing this, by the way, as a career in this area. It's a perfectly honorable business. Yeah, but they own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, but they came I, up I, through it. And by the way, I, I that was like a career path I was going to take. Yeah. And because I had lots of friends that had and, done that. But the thing that's weird, William, you could do fine at it. Oh no, I do. I I really believe you could do well at it. In most things, if you learn, but it something sells, about it, you didn't. You didn't, wasn't 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 calling to you. So you here you are. Yeah. Doing this other thing. No, it wasn't calling to me. And uh, real estate does call to me. I really enjoy it. Yeah. I love the endless possibilities of how to do it, where to do it, and yeah. you know the people that you meet doing it. It's kind of fun. Yeah, I, you're a connector and a developer and a builder and a businessman, and those all things. Those all point to what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, they're totally in my baby. Bailiwick. Bailiwick. You like that one? I feel you, like I it would be obsequious of me to ask. <laughs> what, uh, what's a bailiwick? I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, if I could spell it, I could look it up. <laughs> bailiwick. Yeah. So speaking of suffering that my kids aren't going through, uh, we had the first car accident of, of our child drivers today. One sphere of operations or particular area of interest. Wow. It was spot on. A I L I W I C K. I wonder what in the world that is. Like, I wonder if it's a thing. If it's like the cockpit of a plane or something. Anyway, <laughs> a bailiwick. I don't know. Oh, no, just... it's it's a a word that means one sphere of operation or particular area of interest. Yeah, but it's it not come, a cockpit. That has to come from like an old English, like battlefield command post. Like that's just not a word. That's not a word. That that bailiwick is like that's something you would grab and carry around. So like, what? Where did it come from? Okay, etymology line. Etymology. I love that stuff though. 
but uh, Google's not giving it to me readily. I I, I know where to go. Go find it. I, okay. I will go Mid- find it. Yeah, yeah. You're the English major. Why am I looking it up? I'm I'm looking it up right By now. By the way, you need to tell me all the the definitions of half the words I use that make sure I'm doing it in the right way. There's an I etymology site where I go there from time to time because every once in a while something I'm saying sounds vaguely sexual, and I'm like. Is this a dirty term? And then I go look at it up on etymology. I'm like, no, just sounds I dated a girl who was an English major. And then like her her fun with me was she would give me words. How's it spelled? B-A-I-L-I-W-I-C-K. Anyway, she would give me these words that you could only find in like 1400s dictionaries. And it, it was is. before the internet. I told you it was from that's an old English something. Were that were those not my exact yeah, words? Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, we're speaking English. I guess it's not the end of the world. District of a bailiff, jurisdiction of a royal officer or under a sheriff, a contraction of bailiffwick from bailiff. Interesting. So it's like it's like the sheriff's it's the sheriff's territory. The sheriff's territory that yeah. has now morphed into a into sphere of operation it's not a particular (laughs) area of interest hashtag not a cockpit (laughs) (laughs) not a cockpit uh all right so we had our first car accident the other day this is just close to what you're saying our first car uh uh, josh got hit by a car josh's car got hit by a car and he's okay okay. was he here in california no he was up in he was up in logan his car is being repaired while he was here by the way utah drivers are the worst (laughs) okay sorry So, so he got hit well, Colorado's um, worse. And thankfully, it wasn't his fault. And thankfully, um, the damage wasn't that bad, which is great. But he's learning now that when you get a car repaired, even if it's not that bad, it's like, it takes that a while. That bad. It's, well, it takes a while. And we, we're cheap. Like, since COVID, we, like, contracted everything. Because for a minute there, I thought I might be unemployed. And so we contracted everything. And so he doesn't have the, you get a free rental car deal. So so he's oh, up there and he's yeah. just like, do-do-do. <laughs> and he tried, he kind of sat around for a couple of days trying to figure out what to do. And finally, he just went and rented a car. Right. So he went and rented a car. He can because he has this money, this job that pays him like drug runner money. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and it's only a couple hundred bucks. He found a good deal. So he, here's all the things that are happening that are great. As an adult, like he's figured out his own solution. He had his own money. He negotiated with the guy to make the money less. He rented the car and he has the car. Now I, have, I offered to help him with the car and he's like, maybe I won't because I have my own little But money. everything that kid does, it seems like he's doing. I was going to ask you about whether or not you're paying for his school, but I remember this last summer. He's, or no, wasn't. Yeah, it was summer. Yeah. He bought a container of fireworks and went down and sold them. Yeah, no, he's hustling. He's hustling. Which was cool. And then you know, he hired his cool. friends. It is to... cool. But what Rachel pointed out, she's like, would you ever in college have been like, I'm going to spend a couple hundred dollars to rent a car? Like- Never is the answer. I I don't know. I would take in the bus. I don't know what I would have done, but I would be like, that's a lot of money and I'm paying for a lot of stuff and I don't, I don't have a couple hundred bucks. And so our kid is slightly better off than, than we were. And your kid's way better off than you were in college. But there's still this other thing though. He's still growing up in his own way. Like he's paying for it. Like he's doing it, he's doing it himself. So I'm getting a little bit of both where it's like, he's not suffering in the same ways that I suffered, but he is growing in the ways that I hope he would grow. Right. And so you line upon both. line, like your yeah. your yours was a little better, so his is a little better. But he's yeah. learning different things that you learned because he already got yeah. the benefit of what. And you suffering, learned. I don't want to make this sound wrong. My parents helped a lot. They had seven kids though, so they helped. They they had this deal where they would they they helped with like half basically. They said, right, we'll pay for tuition or rent. One of the two, <laughs> you choose. Well, and I was and I at the time to they were com- at the time they were comfortable. Now it would be like tuition, 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 because <laughs> tuition's gone bonkers so 
Well, uh, I have a theory about that too. I do not believe any person who is getting an undergraduate degree should ever go in debt. You should not be paying more than $10,000 a year for your education. If you are, you're, you're throwing it away. And I know that people, if you're going to contact me and say, hey, Harvard's a great school. Sure, it's a great school, but it's worthless as an undergrad. It's worthless. It is not worth, you know, whatever it is, $75,000 a year. I have a similar but not the same take. I do agree with your general premise. But I, I stipulate that there's maybe five, maybe 10 schools where, where paying for the brand name is actually valuable. Okay, name them. And then tell me that it's okay in the undergraduate realm. Yeah, no, I, I, I had this conversation once with a friend of mine who, who was going to Stanford. And he was telling me, this is back when I was a college-age person, and he's a good friend and I like him a lot. And um, he was telling me about how he's still trying to decide on his major and he's thinking about majoring in French poetry. <laughs> and I'm like... Uh, and I said the thing that you say right. when you're a daft 21-year-old. I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, bro, I mean, what would you do for a, a living? And he was super polite and kind of avoided the question a few times. And finally, he just answered. He's like, I'm like, I, I don't think you can survive on a French poetry degree. And, and he's, he, he tried not to say it, but finally he kind of leaned in quietly and was like, you can if it's from Stanford. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, right. Because I'm not even accustomed to the rare air conversation. And it turns out he's right. Like, he Okay, was... so here's the deal. The average salary of a Stanford grad is $93,000. Okay. So, but... That's the same as a bug sales. <laughs> how much does it cost to go there? $75,000 a year. I don't know. But I want to agree with your premise. Uh, higher ed has gotten way too expensive. Yep. It doesn't track with what it makes what what it means to it, make a living. Make a living, and I actually coached my kids this way. And somebody somewhere is gonna be like, "Ah, oh, you're doing it wrong." And you might maybe maybe we'll see who ends up being right. But the coaching was this: unless you're gonna get a name brand bump for borrowing money to go to a school, don't go to any. Don't pay extra to go to a school that sounds more prestigious but won't give you the bump. And I'm like, right. seriously, go to. Seriously, go to a, go to a state school before you do that because because the cost is it's not like a ten percent difference anymore. It's double. It's triple. It's five right. x. Like no way can you pay five x to go to a school that won't give you a five x result or right. a ten x result. Actually, you know right. what I mean. I, I follow this one blogger. His name's Instapundit. He's a libertarian and he's a law professor, and he he has a couple of books and a lot of studies on how higher ed is is a bubble that's bursting. I believe that. I think that COVID bursted a huge because you, you know, they tried to charge almost everybody full tuition to go online. Yeah. What well, that does like, what the what? Anyway. So that's my theory. But uh, by the way, my theory goes out the door for continuing education. If you're going to get a Harvard business degree, yeah. uh, it's worth the pay if you can get yeah. in. Uh, same with yeah. Yale and all that other. However, if you're th those are kind of the professional MBA degrees and stuff like that, yeah, or yeah. medical degrees. But if you went into an engineering PhD, electrical engineering PhD, stuff like that, anything anything that is uh, science based, you're going to get paid to go to graduate school and get your PhD, and then it's lots really of worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of places have super rich. Almost all of them do. If you're going into not if you're a history PhD, <laughs> somehow. Not if you're a French. So, I feel French like you. I feel like you're casting aspersions on the soft sciences. <laughs> Thus, 
What, 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 what about way, a political science PhD? <laughs> uh, political science. Oh, don't get me started. Anyway, Josh driving around in a rental. You know what I wish I had done? In a rental car. Well, you should have done advertising. I, no, ag. 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 I know people look Unexpected. at that. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's I really twist. wanted to walk away with a degree. If I could go back, I would do a degree that I could walk away with that's going to mean something forever. And ag would mean something. And then the other one I wanted to, okay. I wanted to have a minor, minor in military All right. science. So, okay, I want to go down this road. So putting a button on what we said before, kids suffering a little bit is yes. okay and even good. Yes. That's the button. Okay. Let's talk about ag. Okay. Back in Y2K. Do you guys remember Y2K? Yes. Okay. So the, whole world was the theory, end. the theory was all these, the, all these hardwired chips in circuit boards right. ended, At like began 2000. with a two digit year. And right. so when we went to, to 2000, all of a sudden, like zero, zero, could, he, could be 2000, could be 1900, we don't know. And since we don't know, the, the chip, the circuit board's gonna freak out and fail, right? That was right. the idea. So we, we, we did this hard push to change all these circuit boards to add four digits year chips so that things wouldn't fall over. Right. So, but the, the apocalyptic people convinced regular people, yep. not just the weirdos, convinced regular people like friends and family of mine. Right. I have friends and family who bought like guns and ammunition and buried it in the yard <laughs> and installed uh, a, a generator at the house and the whole nine yards, right? right. Just in case right. everything fails, right? Okay. All that to say, at the time, I was like, okay, I don't believe all this hype. Nevertheless... If I was to take precautions for the end of the world, what would the precaution be? And I, okay, so here's the question I have for you. If you could take like four books right. into the apocalypse, what would they be? Oh, Bible. Okay. Non-canon. I, I, I'm not saying literature and I'm not saying like religious texts. I'm saying like, what, what knowledge would help you survive in the apocalypse? You just said you wanted a degree in ag. This is what got me there. Oh, uh, well, so interestingly, I actually fall back onto philosophy because I, I really think that uh, if you took Aristotle, Plato, you know, Kant and. Um, you go philosophy. Yeah. And the reason is, is because I think philosophy thinks ahead of the rest of the stuff. But if I'm talking about like manuals. Yeah. Jeez. I well, don't that's know. where I went. I don't you even know, know where I'm, to start there because I don't know anything about ag. I'm steering you to where I got. So here's where I got. I would get like. The gigantic like farmer's almanac, like how to how to how to grow crops, like book. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. And then I thought maybe like one of those giant anatomy slash medical books that's like, here's what here's how here's how, here's what's called broken. Grey's Anatomy. Oh, that's a TV show. Right? Right. No, that's a TV show based on a book though. Right. Grey's Anatomy. I don't know, I think it's I don't know if that's anatomy or if it's an anatomy book or if there's actually like a big book of diseases. <laughs> Look out, there must be, right? <laughs> like what is the textbook that they read in year one? I want that book. Right. You know what I mean? And then, um, yeah, I don't know. Which got me to another one, which is- Well, maybe we should- If you were going to go into the apocalypse, would you rather have YouTube or Wikipedia? Oh, well. <clears throat> oh. Wait, do we get all the content on YouTube? Yeah, you get yes, not not not, not the service because because if the in the apocalypse, like, I, I'm assuming you're cutting it off now. Time. You download it to a hard drive. Got it. You're smuggling it around the post-apocalyptic world, avoiding the bats um, and, and the uh, and the zombies. <laughs> and you're like, we've got to save the hard drive. It has say, all the knowledge of the universe. Yeah, I'm going to say probably YouTube in the sense that uh, the reason is I think that there's more practical uses there. Right, you can learn how to weld. You can learn how to. 
um, you know, they have everything there. They can learn physics. Yeah. They can learn. Uh, our, our good friend who plays chess said, I'm going to say Wikipedia because there's some fine details that, that you don't get in the video format. That's what he said. I'm I agree. With you. He probably. I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say he probably doesn't spend much time on YouTube. But my kids immediately said YouTube because then you get all the entertainment content too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I thought I thought that, but it would make me sound stupid, so <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say it out loud. <laughs> but Max, and I agree. hours and hours of entertaining toddlers with cocoa melon videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously, I mean, you know, but the um, yeah, YouTube has a lot of practical stuff on it. I, I mean, I I constantly now look up you how to do things on YouTube before I I try to read it. Because to me, I can absorb more content faster. Hmm. Like I'm always do. I, I, here's the thing: I always forget how to do because I don't do it very often. Which right. is change my wiper blades. Just did it last night. Uh, but it's every feels like a, I'm breaking it every time I do it. Right, <laughs> and every car is just a little bit different. Yeah, and so you know, changing your wiper blades or changing your brake lights or changing you know, and so for each car that I get, I kind of like. You know, I'll do a Google search to do something, and then like you know, I got to redo it in a year, and I'm like, God, I can't remember speaking how I of, did that. Speaking of each one being a little different, I want to salute the the standardizers of, of of years past. I don't know who it was who said this is the size of a king size mattress, but bravo, sir or madam, bravo. I don't know who it was. But, it was like all electric connections are going to be two prongs like this. Oh, but way to go, man. Yeah. All Atta light boy. bulbs. All light bulbs. Oh, by the way, we undid this with our and all of our great wisdom. But all light bulbs will twist in this way, and they will work like that. That was going great for the first hundred years. And sorry, we messed it up, everyone. Sorry, sorry. Somebody messed it up. Sorry, the, posterity. The, it was it was the it was the fluorescent <laughs> revolution. Have you tried to change more than three light bulbs without taking out a loan? Holy crap! Light bulbs just and cost they don't last. 25 cents. Oh, no, they last for 100 years. Bull. I am so tired of this crap. They're like, oh, no, this LED light will last forever. I'm like, well, it says LED, and I'm changing it, and I'm 40, and it didn't get here when I was 28. So, right. no. And it's out. Lie. Right. It's a lie. Right. <laughs> like, right. This is not the happening. The theory is that they should last that long. By the way, I had a, I actually had uh, yeah, several that I put in. Do you know what? Oh, here's another one. A bugaboo I've got. Speaking of electricity. I'm so mad they messed up lights. I'm so mad about it. They've really I messed up lights. I changed lights the other day and I spent $40 and it was four light bulbs. Okay. So did you put any of them in on a dimmer? No, because they break. Yes. So they even, didn't Even when us. they're not dimming, they break. Okay. They didn't tell us this in the beginning yeah. when LEDs came out. No, so I was like, oh, I'm going to replace yeah, all these LEDs. And I put the LED in and there was a dimmer. And I'm like, why is it always flickering? I couldn't figure it out. And then they like caught up with the technology. Like, oh, the old dimmers don't work with LEDs. You yeah, have to so get have an new LED dimmers. dimmer. Guess how much the new dimmers cost? 30 bucks. 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I know because I installed them, a lot of them. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sped up about it. It is bad. Well, then, uh, by the way, this then, is an then, intersection. This is an intersection where politics, this is what, okay, I, I how am I going to say this? I occasionally like to wear, to watch sports. Okay. Debating sports is a completely boring topic to me. I see. Who is the best basketball of all time, basketball player of all time? Not fun As, for you. I'm going to say Michael Jordan because he's the most popular. Because I don't want to talk about right. it. Right. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it and it kind of ends the conversation. But when you're like, oh no, it's LeBron James. No, it's Kobe Bryant. No, yeah. it's blah, blah, blah. Manu Bowl. I don't know. My point is, is that I don't really like to debate those kinds of things because they don't matter. Okay. That They may be fun. Sure. And entertaining. Right. But well, they I mean, don't matter. 
please do not give our audience any ideas. We debate things all the time that don't matter to you. <laughs> True. And sometimes debating No, but things... you love it, audience. You love it. But the intersection of politics okay. and your life is intertwined so deeply that not paying attention to what politics is is just ignoring everything in your life. Everything's the... a strong word, but I, I get I get where you're going. I like where, I pick it up where you're putting down. So the light bulb. Yes. Right? The light bulb across the country, there was a wave of ideas that incandescent light bulbs were horrible for the environment, horrible yes. for the grid, horrible for all these different things. And so we're going to basically pass a law that you're going to have to buy. And if you remember, this all came in with fluorescence before LEDs. Yes. Now, it hastened the idea oh, of fluorescence LEDs. are going to last forever. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they're going to last long. Now, they do last longer-ish, but they also <laughs> fail more. Yeah. It's very rarely you get an incandescent light bulb, but you put it in, it doesn't work. Right. But probably, I don't know, 10% of the light bulbs I put in their LEDs don't work, period. <laughs> I got to send them back. So, I, I, and by the way, oh, here's another one. You know, like if you have more than one LED on the same circuit, so when you say, I have these sconces in our yeah. bathroom, if one of these sconces start to go bad, they all go bad at once and they start to flicker. Hmm. And it, it's on a dimmer, LED dimmer, oh. and it's on an LED bulb, what? and it's on a, and then they start these flicks. So I didn't give up on dimmers. I just bought regular freaking $3 light switches, and I replaced my $30 dimmers with $3 light switches. Yeah. And by the way, it's working great. So yeah, there's that. and it's great. Dimmers are not. But, uh, I want to continue your rant, though. So are you done with your rant? I well, like my, you... rant, my rant is that people, you have to pay attention to the things that people in government want to do to you because it affects you. Okay. You're concrete on the road, the lights in your house, the paint on your walls. Did you know that most cabinetry is built and painted in Canada? Did you know that? Or no. China? And the reason is, is because they can use better products there that last longer. But because California or the United States says, oh, no, these are bad for the, the environment in some way. But what is worse for the environment? Painting it three or four times with a with a less toxic or just getting it done the first time and it lasts 100 years. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to continue to rant because I, I have another rant. That's, we haven't that's, ranted in a while. That's, that's, well, it's related. Good. It's related. So I'm this, feeling good. I want you to think about light bulbs and then I want you to think about cars, right? Right. Now, it's 100% true. That the modern light bulbs use way less electricity. True. So that's that's an advancement. True. And that advancement is good for the world, right? Uh, theoretically. Theoretically, right? So then modern cars. Oh, my gosh. Modern cars have so many different safety uh, things. They have anti-lock brakes. True. They have airbags. Curtain airbags. They, um, they almost all have really nice radios. Like right. they, like Modern cars are better, right? Right? Yes, yeah. Okay. So then here, here's the thing, though. So they're like, we did it, guys. We regulated really uh, really nice things and into existence. But, but then the same people that have been jamming those two things down my throat at, like, with, have done it with zero regard for the poor. You right. can't tell me that those light bulbs that I spent $40 on would go down easy in a household where $40 means a lot. Right. $40 means a lot. And, so the same, and the same people are like, we we need, you have to get your car smogged because we don't want your dirty car on the road. Correct. Well, who do you think that affects? Do you, does it affect you, rich person, to spend $30, $38 to get your car smogged and whatever it costs to get it repaired so that it meets the smog standard right. to be on the road? Or do you think it affects the poor people more? 
So there's there's this thing in, in politics is progressive tax. They're like, oh, they're so into their progressive taxes. They're like, we want to tax the rich, but not tax the poor. Well, guess what? You know what regressive taxes are? Regressive taxes are light bulbs that cost 40 freaking dollars. Right. Regressive taxes are cars that you literally legislated. You literally said, I'm passing a law that says you have to spend rich guy money on your car. Right. Even though you're poor. Or recycling. Okay. Yeah. You know what else is a regressive tax? Like tickets. Tickets for cars on roads. Oh, Fix true. it tickets. Like speeding tickets. Those cost the same if you're rich or if you're poor. Only the rich people can afford it. Right. So when we pass laws, when we pass all these law and order laws, and we're just like, oh, we're just helping the rich people make, we're, ma we're helping the poor people make better decisions about their long-term health. Right. You know what you're not doing? You're not giving them money for their rent. Right. And I, I think that I think that we, you have to be honest. When you do do-gooder laws, when you say at the point of a gun, you have to stop using regular light bulbs. Right. What you're saying is poor people have to stop using regular light bulbs. Right. And I wish you would think that through, dear voters. But they don't think that through. I dear voters, I wish it. Oh, no, they get as far as, look at that. We're using less electricity. And they don't stop to think that, like, look at that. Poor lady just spent $40 on light bulbs because, or she, no, take that back. She probably didn't spend $40. She's probably walking around in the dark. Right. You know what I mean? Or like, she, found, she found a, uh, a place to get incandescent light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that in Germany? <laughs> In Germany, somebody was like, you can't you can't buy light bulbs in Germany either. And somebody started selling them as heaters. <laughs> what? It's like That's a, a genius. It's genius, right? Like, because they give up like, more heat. Yes, because they put off heat. So they, they sold they sold regular light bulbs as, as heaters. Jeez, that, add a boy to that guy. Add a boy. That's so or great. girl. I love it so much. Whoever you are. And by the way, I love that part of of capitalism and, and the freedom that we have. Yeah. Is that they, they create these crazy ideas and then people just figure ways around them uh, when they can. And and I bet you there's a whole incandescent light bulb underground. Uh, you know, they're going to Mexico and they're coming back with incandescent light bulbs in their trunks yeah. because they can, you know, they have friends. No, dude, there. like freedom finds a way. Right. <laughs> That's true. I mean, like freedom finds a way. You give people enough freedom, they're going to find a way around it. But like, but here we are, literally, you and I are law and order guys. And we're literally now, now we're saying in order to be free, we're gonna. We love the end runs around the law. And that's weird. But that's an end run. That's an end run technicality, right? Because it's technically legal as a heater. <laughs> I mean, that's why they haven't stopped him. Uh, so, like, we we've celebrated lawlessness now a few times. We've celebrated uh -oh. the fake the 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 speakeasy proms. We've celebrated speakeasy the, proms. The speakeasy uh the beautician the right business. Oh, your your wife wants to start a speakeasy fifty miler tradition in our area for boys and girls. Okay, where we all just wink wink go on a go on a hike can't stop us. Why is that a speakeasy situation? Because when we do it within the confines of uh our church confines, you have oh, to get insurance oh, yeah. and permissions and stuff like that. So I see. We just that well, if you just do it on the side and then at yeah. some point No, we used to, so we used to do oh oh you teed up something lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my softball so, pitch. So when I was a when I was a youth, we used to go on an annual Baja trip. Nice. Um, our leader, he grew up in Compton and loved old, old free LA. He's one of the ones I would tell stories about when I talk about old free LA. And he was he like, the guy that was blowing up stuff with the, with no, the it's a different guy. Tank. But, uh, but this guy is a, is a boys will be boys guy. His, right. his, name, his name is Scott Miller. All of you who know Scott, shout Scott Miller. We love you, man. Um, but he at great personal expense would be like, we're going to Baja. We're taking all the young men. Please give me all the money that you have, and we're going to buy fireworks, and we're going to ride dune buggies during the day and oh. have firework wars at night. 
But you you touched on this the other day with Firework me. Wars at night, baby. <laughs> it was amazing. So so we go down there and we we had this one truck that like his dad's his dad had this truck and they would pack the truck so high. It looked like seriously, I think it's impolite to use the word gypsy. I think I don't know what you'd say instead of gypsy, but it looked like this giant, like it looked like a cartoon truck. Like right. it was so heavy, it was gonna tip over. And we always had to bribe the border guard to let us through because it's like this can't be safe and like does a hundred dollars make it look safe that's like it looks safer now and we go on our way and we go down to puerto escondido on the on the gulf side of the of baja mexico right we ride dune buggies and we have fireworks at night <laughs> so, like so much but fun. to your point about lawlessness at the uh, one at the like at some point a church a church leader was like we can't have the church insurance covering kids shooting fireworks at each other. <laughs> He's like, you got to stop doing this trip. And and his and, and Mr. America America's Free Western American guy was like, no, it's just a group of friends. We're just a group of friends going. So everyone, we're having a group of friends go to Boston. So we yeah. just kept going every year yeah. as a group of as friends. A group of fans. <laughs> so as a group of friends, we're now going to start a fifty mile backpack trip with girls. But dude. You've not had no. That's you've epic. not played with fireworks until you've shot fireworks at each other. No, that's <laughs> it is, epic. It is. Would heaven. you guys like trench warfare and you put the, uh-huh. the Roman candles yeah. across? We all had a backpack. We had we had like uh, we had Roman candles, M80s, and uh, and and of course bottle rockets. Bottle rockets are your those are your foundation. Your go to, right? yeah, right. And we had all the stories that you might imagine happen, right. except for being hospitalized. But there are permanent scars. Like there is, <laughs> there, there are like permanent. But they're they're fun scars. But like, would you let your kids do Vaha fireworks war? Absolutely. <laughs> would 100%. your wife? Percent. Uh, well, she doesn't. I mean, you know, but she doesn't know. Doesn't know. You know, <laughs> she doesn't know with a group of friends in Baja. Oh, but it took a turn. So like, basically, it was all fun and games until it wasn't fun and games. So like, after a while, you'd get you go into full Rambo mode because you you're like, I, I I was on a losing squad once. Right. We just kept getting we just kept getting pounded, and and one day one time this person was being particularly like. So someone's running and you're shooting at them and they trip. And it's like, it's not really good form to keep shooting at them. <laughs> but this one guy kept doing it. And I'm like, you're a villain. <laughs> I will have justice. <laughs> so I snuck all the way around his camp and I stood behind him and I lit a Roman candle and I wait, I counted. I, I waited for the fuse to go down and I waited for the first little fake Roman candle thing to go. Pff. And then I said, hey. <laughs> I Run. Know. And I shot him point blank like five times. And he's the one that still has a scar. <laughs> so it doesn't sound like a very good person, but it was like, there was, there will be justice. There will be justice. Did you ever do uh, paintballing or anything like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've done paintballing one time. Two, one time. It's super fun. Got got too expensive, but that's kind of the similar way. If you had yeah. a lot of friends that you're, a lot of kids that you would go with or whatever, right. and you got that one kid that will always like, I'm out, I'm out. And, you know, they, they still shoot you like 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. Those things, they leave welts. Dude, they leave welts. And the thing I learned, because I only didn't, I didn't do it as a youth. I, I did it as an adult. Right. And I learned, and it was an adult back when I was still, what I thought was fit. I learned just how hard it is to run around and duck behind stuff. It's like 10 oh, minutes yeah. later. I'm like, <sighs> okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I also learned, I also learned that if you can move a lot, you don't usually get shot. Yeah. If you stay in the same place, then they can like anticipate when your head pops well, up. Well, and the good and the good parks, they find a way that you have enough cover, but not enough cover to stay right. there. You know what I mean? We had this one, the one here in the canyon. It's not there anymore. It was there for years and years and years until someone let off. Uh, it was a paintball grenade, but evidently some kind of pyrotechnic in there, and the paintball grenade started the hillside on fire, so oh. they kicked them out of there. This is Wait. the one right here on the old road. 
Okay, but there's but there's still one up past the prison in Castaic. Yeah, 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 that one's still there. Okay. So this yeah. one was the one south of here, just a little oh, okay. south of Calgrove, near, near your house. I didn't know there was such a thing as a paintball grenade. Yeah, it's pretty cool, too. <laughs> that I'm sounds amazing. Yeah. By the way, paintball's kind of going downhill because uh, there's a lot of people into airsoft. So it's basically yeah. BB guns with plastic BBs and also leaves a well. <laughs> My son got one for Christmas, and he's like, he had one of his friends shoot him just to see what it would do. Yeah. I'm like, why are you guys are nuts? <laughs> anyway, so this one had like this peak. Yeah. Where if you were on one side, they would they would start you on different sides and they say, okay, okay, go. And this one had this peak where if you ran up the peak, you could come down the backside of the peak and then sneak around into their into their encampment. Nice. Right? Yeah. So a couple of times, and again, I was younger, fitter, I yeah. was an adult, and I'm like, my my brother-in-law, who's really in a paintball, he's like, Okay, we're gonna go up and over. I'm like, I'm with you. We just charge this hill. I was dead. I mean, I couldn't even make it. I made it up over, but I was like sliding down the other side and my heart rate was so high that I couldn't shoot anything. You know, it was just give me a second. Just, just give me a second. It's like, did someone bring oxygen? Cause yeah, I need it right now. So yeah, every time I, I ran up that thing and it didn't look that big, but the time you got up over it, you were, you were dead. All right. So this one year we were in Baja, we're teenagers. And we, it, it, I've never been to Baja. It breaks off into like exclusionary camps. So there's this, there's this cool kids camp, and then there's this extraordinarily small group of less cooler kids that I was in. <laughs> <laughs> and we were, and we were shooting fireworks back and forth. And they just, they, you know, there was, there was, I don't know, eight of them and four of us, right? And so we're shooting stuff, and we're getting, we're getting pounded, and we're starting to run out of fireworks. Just toward the end of the week, it's really easy just to just go hog wild on night one, right. and then just be out of fireworks. <laughs> so we're starting to run out of fireworks, and I'm like, yeah, I don't have anything else to shoot at them, and 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 we have two little kids with us because it's not truly unsafe. Like if you get hit with a bottle rocket, right, it just goes. And it just kind of hurts. Right. It doesn't really damage you. As long as you're you. not holding on to the jet side right. of the bottle rocket. Like, you know, you could start clothes on fire with a Roman candle, but with bottle rockets, you're not really getting right. hurt. Um, so the, their dad, so the, these little kids are with us, like eight, maybe eight and six-year-olds, whatever. They're, right. they're watching us get beat. And and their dad was like, yeah, you're too young to be in the firework wars, but I don't want you to miss out all the fun. So we're just going to buy really big fireworks to light off at night. <laughs> they were reserved they were in reserve <laughs> so then we're sitting there like we're out of stuff but to shoot at them and the kid goes i have something <laughs> and he runs back to his car and comes back with what looks like a stick of dynamite on a six-foot piece of bamboo okay <laughs> and we're mad because we're getting pounded by the cool kids we're right. like that doesn't seem right i've seen, i've watched a lot of disney channel movies the, 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 nerd, the nerds are supposed to win this one <laughs> And my buddy grabs it and in some theatrical fashion breaks the stick so it's shorter, sticks it in the sand. And before, and I'm like, no, 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 no. We cannot be shooting this at them. Lights <laughs> it on fire. And it goes, and, and it's kind of dusk. Right. And so you see the kind of these silhouettes of people walking around and it goes off right over their camp. <laughs> boom, boom. And like, and you see all of them like hit the dust. They all, they all like hit the dust and it's quiet for a second. <laughs> And then my friend, who's a crazy person, Chris Lynch, rest in peace, goes, <laughs> he starts doing his crazy laugh. And then all the heads pop up and they start chasing us across the sand. They were pissed. <laughs> so oh that's what happens. Don't buy your kids the big fireworks like as a safety so mechanism. It, it will backfire, literally. <laughs> It sounds like some stupid thing my brothers would do to each other. Dude, just to see all them hit the dirt, and it was just quiet for like 10 seconds. Some of the stuff we got from uh, Josh's uh, 
container this last year. Some of those things were crazy cool. Did you? Oh see yeah, them? yeah. Because okay, they're so, going up forty feet in the air and they light the entire sky. Oh yeah, those are crazy. We weren't lighting that kind of stuff off, but they yeah. So they they've made it legal in Utah now to have home fireworks on certain as days. as long as they go shorter than fifty feet in the air or something like that. It's so what all, they, what they have on certain days though. Yeah. Okay. But what what they have then? No, it's just, it's legit. Legit. Like yeah. I I saw this at a fireworks show. Fireworks that just go off really low. So it's like it's one of those perverse incentives for like I would prefer it if that was a hundred feet away. So but... do you remember last Fourth of July? Uh, California canceled all fireworks. All fireworks. And they, did you see that YouTube? See, so here we go. Yeah, We're back to lawlessness. They went to lawlessness. Yeah, they, dude. They, the and fireworks are illegal in California, but yeah. they're easy to get. You can go to Utah, Nevada. You can go down to Mexico. You yeah, can go yeah. wherever. They're super easy to get in Southern California. So uh, I think you can go to Ventura County. They're just illegal in LA County. Oh, I don't know, but he, yeah, Ventura County has uh, you know, similar. I things. don't think they have the good stuff though. Probably not. Okay, but I I smuggled some good stuff in from Josh's place last year. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, there is a YouTube video. Look it up. No, uh, it's LA, amazing. Yeah, L.A. rebels, and basically Gavin Newsom, who by the, who who is on his way hey, out, he's just solving all the problems. He's giving you good light bulbs. He's yeah. giving you great cars. Great cars. So. Yeah. So he's giving a special lane for people to have the really great cars because yeah. he loves the poor. But I'm driving one of those. I feel bad now. I want my truck back. <laughs> so anyway, he does this, and then everybody just basically middle fingers this guy. I mean, he went out and he said, "You cannot light off fireworks. No fireworks, no fireworks for not. the Fourth of July." The entire LA Basin was ablaze. It's I'm not helicopter. About- There's a helicopter shot of yeah. these incredible fireworks going off yep. all over LA. All over LA because they canceled the they canceled the municipal shows. It wasn't that they said no personal fireworks. That was remarkable because they always say no personal fireworks. What was remarkable is that they canceled the municipal shows because because of COVID. They're like, there's going to be no fireworks at downtown. There's going to be no fireworks at the fairgrounds. Yeah, but he had a really draconian announcement. Yeah, it was really crazy. Yeah. And then the next day, dude, it just went, it just lit up. And, it, and honestly, lit like, up. I got goosebumps because I'm it like. It was amazing. I'm like, America's going to be fine. Dude, America was back. I was like, yeah, America's going to be fine. America. We're gonna be. It fine. was so awesome. It was I really great. It. I I really. I, I mean, and that happened almost everywhere where people had draconian. Yeah. You, know, you cannot celebrate. Right. Bef- yeah. Okay. You got a vamp for a second. I'm gonna go look up the etymology on draconian. Was there oh, like draconian, a guy named you Draco? Do that one. By the way, the gypsy, right? The politically correct term is Roma. Okay, so there was. It was like a Roma truck. <laughs> Pretty sure that doesn't get there. Well, do you remember the story about when uh, you know Belinda and I lost? Seventeen fifty nine of or pertaining to Draco, the ancient Greek statesman, in reference to laws that are rigorous, extreme, severe, or harsh. Draco. So, like, literally, is named after the blonde guy in, in Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I turned out to be good, sort of, sort of. <laughs> Draco, cowardly bad guy. Um, what was what was Draco's last name? Draco Malfoy. Malfoy. Are you a big Harry Potter fan? Uh, no. I'm huge. Are I you? love it. Oh, good. Uh, my daughter's on a mission. She's crazy into it. I mean, I think she reread the entire series every year. Oh goodness, that's She's a lot of reading. Re- she was really into it, and she uh she and even in college. But I actually started reading them uh, while they were coming out, and I love them. I still love them. They're great. Yeah, I'm not judging. I'm not anti-Harry Potter. Those books are way better. Are they? Yeah. The shows are. That's the thing. Movies are always nice. Movies one and two, not so watchable. Movies four, kind of dark. Movies four and five, crazy dark. Well, the books do get dark as he gets older. Um, but but as it is with darkness, the light shines better in darkness sometimes. No, look, I have no objection. I'm not a hater or anything like that. But they they are as an English major, you really because these are going to be part of a lexic. These are going to be part of 
the conversation forever. Well, I, I'm stunned. I, like, I literally thought it was a great book deal. I thought it was a. I thought it was speaking of fireworks. I thought it was like a shooting star kind of deal. Right. But here we are, ten years, twenty years later, and there's there's a couple of theme parks, and there's yep. still like clubs. Like, it's a big deal. Anyway, they're great. They're really good. So get out there and read some books. Lights Harry and Potter. fireworks. If it's legal, if it's not legal, it's not like we're telling you to do it. We're just saying America. America. <laughs> This is uh, been can the Station podcast. Uh, can we not tell people to do illegal things? Is that I think like that illegal to illegal? It's probably incitement. incitement. So just to tell you how fun it is, is probably a fine. I mean, if because if that wasn't legal, then I don't even know how you get any of the cable shows. So without further ado, enjoy yourself some 4th of July this year. Um, it's way early for that, but uh, <laughs> this is the Waystation podcast. I'm Randy. <laughs> is Josh, is Josh going to do another container this year? He's not. No. Oh, he didn't make as much money as he thought. He, I mean, he did okay, but he didn't make that much money though. Right. Oh uh, well, if Josh doesn't have a container, you can buy your fireworks in. Uh, oh, Utah. I have to tell you about. Yeah. I'll, I'll, when we got flying, I'll tell you about Josh's drug running you money. You can't say you can't say that <laughs> because if you say going offline, no, he just like he. Okay, he is a cameraman for uh for a production up there, and they're paying him so much money. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. Good like for him. it's like bug boy money. He's so, good. Well, yeah. but you know what? That's the thing. Josh is a hustler. And that I really it's like actually that paying about off him. a little bit because it's, he you didn't tell him to do the container right he's just looking for ways no, to like hey I can hustling. make some money he, he worked three jobs he, did, he did sold pizzas and sold fireworks and everything else good, so. good for him good attaboy Josh attaboy you entomologize that attaboy feel sexist this has been the Waystation <laughs> Podcast have a this, good day bye.